High Praise Podcast. Hey everybody, this is Pastor Joshua, lead pastor here at High Praise, and I want to thank you for downloading today's podcast. We know that this message is going to encourage and bless you. So I want you to open up your heart and receive what the Lord has for you today. Well, praise the Lord. How many of you love Jesus this morning? Do you love the Lord? <clears throat> Do I have any people that are just fanatics about the Lord this morning? Praise God. One. All right, praise the Lord. Still checking out, making sure I'm in this right church. Praise the Lord. How many of you appreciate our worship team? Didn't they do just, I'm telling you, they're anointed of the Holy Spirit, powerful flow. Listen, I believe that this is a day of miracles. I believe that as you reached out in faith that God is bringing forth a manifestation of his power and his anointing within your life and within your family. It's amazing all the things that uh, we sang. We have seen every single one of those things happen in this church body in the last 25 years at least once at least once we have seen it happen and the, our best days are yet to come amen look at somebody say your best days are yet to come praise god come on tell two more people your best days are yet to come amen well we are really blessed and privileged this morning to have a man of God that I have known personally and worked with personally since 1987. Uh, quick math, that's 35 years ago is whenever Apostle Leon and I, I came on staff at Christian International. And uh, I will tell you, there were so many wonderful, powerful men of God that were a part of the ministry. Apostle Leon was one of the primary leaders, really second in command to Bishop Hammond. And uh, he is the one, really, that was responsible for taking me under his wing and training me in the prophetic ministry. Uh, whenever I came on staff, they said, you're going to go in a room with Leon when he prophesies to people, and that's how you're going to be trained. And I've given the stories before how that I would put my faith out, believe in God for a word that would bless, edify, exhort, or comfort, the, the as we would do prophetic presbytery. I don't have time to go into all the explanation of that, but... I would get a word and I would be so excited. I know the Lord has spoken to me. And about the time I was getting excited, ready to give it, I was just waiting for Apostle Leon to finish. The next thing you know, phew, there he went and he prophesied what I got. And then I'd believe God again. I'm getting, I got another word. I got it. And then the next thing you know, he prophesied uh, everything that I, and so the only thing I could do just say, hey, you remember what Apostle Leon prophesied about that? Well, I got that too. Hallelujah. That was the extent of my ministry, but let me tell you, it taught me that I could hear clearly the voice of the Lord, and uh, it was wonderful mentoring days back in 1987, 1988, as uh, I began to be mentored in the prophetic. Now, understand, you can't necessarily just by will impart something to somebody, but I will tell you this much, if somebody's called to do something, you can actually enable and stir that anointing and that gifting up and empower that and release it to a greater measure. And he did that within my life. And Apostle Leon, I'm forever grateful. And by the way, prophetic, the prophetic ministry is always a part of this church body. It is, a, it is a part of the culture of our church. As a matter of fact, it was a part of the culture of the New Testament church. Yeah. And somewhere it was lost, and even Pentecostal, full gospel, charismatic churches many times have gotten away from the prophetic. How many know we need prophets and we need prophetic ministry within the church today? We need it in the body of Christ. 
and very, very thankful for Apostle Leon and for his ministry and for everything that he has done to us. Now, by the way, before I have him come up, as you probably realize, it's getting really cramped in here. Uh, this has been a little problem. We thank you for your patience, even in seating people. And uh, listen, I believe you're in the right place at the right time this morning, and God has something powerful to impart into your life. I wish I could just put everybody right here, you know, just so you could get really, really close. And if anybody wants to be any closer, I think there's four chairs over there if you want to get real close. But uh, I want us to give honor to whom honors do, and I want us to stand to our feet, and let's welcome Apostle Leon Walters. Hallelujah. Come on, let's give the Lord a big praise for Apostle Leon. Amen. Now give a hand to the King of Kings and the Lord of Glory. Woo! Look at somebody and say it's all about him. Amen, amen. You may be seated if you can. And uh, let me just say it's an honor uh, to be here at High Praise this morning, uh, to be able to worship with you. And we uh, were just honored to have uh, your apostle, pastors Robert and Stacy, with us there in the thriving metropolis of Versailles, Indiana. I'm sure... They wondered where they was going when they got there. Our church is way out in the country uh, in a small town population, probably around 5,000. Uh, but we've reached over tens of thousands of people around the world that have come there uh, into the country to be trained in the prophetic and, the, and uh, apostolic. And it is still happening, and we was honored to have them there. Then we've done a minister's retreat, and they ministered to ministers in the Heartland region. Uh, that received impartation from your apostles, your pastors, and uh, everybody was just really refreshed and blessed. Amen? And uh, I would like to introduce my grandson. Amen? He's just uh, 24 years old. You want to stand up, Zachary? Amen? This is Zachary Leon Barrett. Amen? <laughs> Praise God. And uh, amen. Minister, minister in the making. Amen? Well, I'm going to uh, jump right into a word this morning, so if we turn on our ears, turn on your ears, hallelujah, and uh, we're going to speak about supernatural breakthrough. You want to say that with me? Supernatural breakthrough, and um, you know, we're, we're going to touch some on supernatural miracles, signs, and wonders, uh, but I believe that we're in a chapter, a season right now, where supernatural breakthrough, getting you from the place you're in to that next place. Amen. Breaking you through to that next level, breaking you through to that next, amen, that next fulfillment of, of the dream and the purpose. You know that you're here on purpose. Say, I'm here on purpose. Amen. And so that breakthrough, amen, it sometimes is warfare. You know, the song we were singing this morning, our praise is a weapon of war, our shout is a weapon of war. Our dance is a weapon of war. You know, and you literally uh, have to wage warfare in the heavenlies. But you have to keep this mindset, amen, that your battle is not with your brother. Your battle is not with your pastors. Your battle is not with your leaders, your employer. Your battle is not with that, you know, that naughty, ugly, person that you may have to work with sometimes. Anybody ever had one? <laughs> I know. Well, they're there to keep you sharp. Amen. And they're there to keep you alert and on guard. Amen. But our praise is a weapon of war in breaking through. But I'm hearing this word supernatural 
breakthrough and uh, understanding that the supernatural is not bound by natural laws. Say natural laws. And I believe that we have a mindset. We've been, we've been born, raised, trained, uh, you know, according to the natural circumstances, you might say, that we live in in our everyday life being raised in different cultures and different families and, and different places. But uh, we become very accustomed, uh, man, to the limitations that are around us. And even when we activate our faith, if we're not careful, we'll activate our faith within those perimeters of our limitation. And I believe the Lord's saying to the, to the high praise this morning, this is the time that I'm breaking every spirit of limitation off of you. Amen. And look at somebody say, the sky is the limit. You're living in a day and age when you can go as far in God as you want to go. Now, if I was to go into, you know, some ministries or some churches, there may be a ceiling you know, that says you can only do so much. But here at High Praise, you can go as far, you can go as high as you want to go in God. Amen? And there's no limitation. We want you to have revelation. We want you to go through preparation. We want you to fulfill your destination. We want you to be a heavenly habitation of all the presence of God upon your life. Can we give a shout to the King? Amen. God is, God is worthy this morning. And, uh, but he's saying supernatural breakthrough, amen. So the supernatural is not bound by natural laws, aerodynamics, human way, uh, you might say, of thinking or reasoning or the law of science. You know, the supernatural works outside of all of those realms. And sometimes for us to step into that realm, amen, is, uh, can be challenging for our faith because of our limitation. But I really believe limitations are being broken off of you this morning, amen? And just like in the very beginning, in Genesis chapter one, you know, we read about uh, the, the beginning of creation. The Bible says that God, say God, that God spoke to the cosmos. In other words, he spoke to nothing and he created everything. Say everything, amen. So in the beginning, God, amen, created all things without any substance or without any evidence of what he was going to create. It was by the creative word. The Bible says that the power of life and death is in our tongue. Look at somebody and say, speak life. Come on, begin to speak your dream. Begin to speak, amen, the vision. Begin to speak your purpose. Begin to speak your heart's desire. Why? Because there is power in our tongue. A spirit of limitation would just say, ah, it doesn't really work. Ah, it doesn't really happen. But I'm here to decree to you this morning, amen, that I have spoken many, many things. I've even spoken death. And guess what? I've been surrounded by death. I've been surrounded by the impossibility. But I've discovered every time I'll speak life, every time I'll speak purpose, amen, it's like God reaches down and he pulls you out of that place that you're in and he pulls you up on a higher level, amen. Say a higher level. Amen. High praise, higher levels. Amen. Glory to God and our foot's on the devil. Amen. But God spoke to the cosmos and he created everything out of nothing. The supernatural works outside of all the natural realms. I'm just going to touch on a, a couple of things for you. Take uh, our brother Elijah in 1 Kings 18, 41 through 48. And I'm paraphrasing this morning on scriptures uh, due to time's sake. And you can go back and read these scriptures. But this is the account of Brother Elijah on top of Mount Carmel. Amen. He is there with an assignment. Say an assignment. 
He's there with an assignment, amen, to uh, begin to speak uh, life and to speak the end of a drought uh, that had been upon the land for seven years. And God said, go tell Ahab, you know, that the drought is coming to an end. This scenario is very phenomenal when you look at it, amen, because uh, here he is telling telling Ahab, listen, you know, the drought is going to come to an end when in fact the drought had not ended yet in the natural, but in the supernatural, in the spirit realm, the drought was over. Say it's over. And I want to decree that as a prophetic word over High Praise Worship Center that the drought of the last season is over. Come on now. You're getting ready to see things, experience things, and breakthrough of things like you have never imagined before. Why? Because it's a new day. Old things have passed away, and all things have become new. Amen. But Elijah on the mountain positions himself in a prophetic position, amen, in a birthing position, you might say, amen, to begin to speak those things that are not as though they are. Can I challenge you this morning? You're in, a, you're in a prophetic chapter of your life, a prophetic season when the voice of the Lord is bringing transformation in the earth, is bringing transformation in the economic, is going to bring transformation in our government, is going to bring transformation. Why? Because the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, and it all belongs to Him. Come on now. God is not giving up on one square inch of America or of the nations of the world. Amen. It is all His. Come on now. And God is jealous over his globe or over his world, you might say. But Elijah is positioned in a place of prophetic intercession, amen, and beginning to decree that the drought is over. I like the story of the, of the little servant that is with Elijah because he's the little gopher guy, you know. He gets to go and look to see, is there a cloud in this, is there a cloud yet? Now, the Bible says, actually, that a hand begin to come up out of the water. Say the water. Amen. I don't know the fullness of the revelation on this yet, but I think there's something very significant about the hand coming up out of the water. Come on now. But the little servant ran and he looked for a cloud seven times. Say seven times. Amen. You all have heard this message many times, but I wonder what I want you to hear, amen, is that when he went that seventh time, the Bible says that a, there was a cloud the size of a man's hand that began to come up out of the waters. I, for somehow, I was reading into it for a lot of years, and I thought it was a cloud, a, a, hand, a, a man's hand size in the heavens, but it says a, a cloud the size of a man's hand was coming up out of the waters. Come on now. And I believe there's something significant about the waters. The Bible says the times of refreshing comes from the presence and the power of God. I believe you're coming into a time of refreshing, a time of the washing of the word, a washing of the glory of God like you have never experienced before. Look at somebody and say, it's our time. Come on now, I believe if you're faithful and we're calling upon the Lord and we are one voice and we are lifting high praises unto God and we're beginning to decree the word of the Lord and we're walking by faith and not by sight, you, got, you have to believe, amen, that God hears you today. Say, he hears me. 
Amen. So the little servant come back to Elijah and he said, there's a cloud coming up out of the waters the size of a man's hand. I love the response of Elijah because he just began to dance. Come on now. And he began to rejoice, you might say, over the breakthrough. Amen. Understand that the breakthrough had not happened yet. Come on now. But everything that he'd done was by faith. Everybody say, by faith. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. And he was walking by faith, and he was decreeing the word by faith. Some of you are going to have to step out of the place you have been and just begin to decree it by faith. I don't have to see it to believe it. If I see it, then that's fact. That's not faith. Come on now. Faith is believing it when you don't have it. Come on now. God's shifting you from a head faith to a heart faith to a believing faith. Just like Elijah this morning. The Bible said he began to dance and he began to give the message to Ahab. Amen. You better head for Jezreel because there's a deluge coming. There's a flood coming. Amen. The Bible says that, that, that Ahab and his horse and chariot began to head for Jezreel. An anointing came upon Elijah. Elijah, say anointing. There's an anointing coming upon high praise this morning. There's an anointing coming upon you to enable you to be able to do what you couldn't do before. The Bible says that Elijah, a man, began to run for Jezreel. It wasn't long, and he's looking back at Ahab because now he's out running the horse and chariot. Look at somebody say, you're a winner. Come on, you're going to run so as to win this race that God has us in. Another one, for example, would be, uh, let's look at John 2, 1 through 12. Jesus in his first miracle at Cana, turning the water into wine. There's a wedding that is being performed of a family and friends, and his mother is there, and, and others are there, and Jesus and his disciples, the followers that came with him at that time, and, and uh Jesus' mother brings a message to, uh, to Jesus. And she said, Jesus, that would have been fun, wouldn't it? <laughs> Jesus, you know, they they're ran out of wine and it's a wedding. <laughs> and I love Jesus' response because his is like, now we, we would get in trouble today if we said this, but the Bible says it, so I'm going to say it. She says, they're, they're out of wine. And Jesus said, woman, what does that have to do with me? <laughs> now, <laughs> my brother, he goes, <laughs> now, now I'm not in Versailles this morning. My wife may be online, but, uh, you know, but I wouldn't say that to my wife. If I said woman to my wife, <laughs> hallelujah, Jesus, amen. <laughs> My praise is a weapon. Mm. <laughs> but he says, what does this have to do with me? And I love the response of his wife, Mary, his mother, Mary, because she just turns and speaks to the apostles, the disciples at that time. And she said, listen to me. Whatever he tells you to do, you be sure to do it. Everything he tells you to do. How I many you know mamas have authority? When mamas speak, we all listen. Doesn't matter how big you are. You know, mamas just have a way of getting their message across to you. 
And she got her message across to Jesus. And what she was saying was that, Jesus, don't tell me when your time is. I'm your mama. I know when your time is. They're out of wine. And you're anointed for the wine. Look at somebody say, you're anointed. Come on, some of you are waiting for another time. But I hear the word of the Lord speaking to you. And he said, now is the time. Come on now. Don't put off until tomorrow what you're able to do today. Come on now. If God said, this is the time, I want you to take the word of the Lord. I want you to take the revelation. Uh, I want you to take your salvation. Uh, I want you to take your positioning. Uh, and I want you to raise your standard higher. Because this is the time, amen, a supernatural breakthrough. Come on. Bible says that they prepared the vessels and Jesus then began to speak to them about the vessels and, and you know the rest of the story of the beautiful water that was turned into wine. Supernatural healing, healings of organs in your body. Amen. God beginning to restore you totally physic physically. I love the account of Peter and, and the apostles. The Bible says that when they just got into the shadow of the apostles uh, that people were being healed uh, and we were seeing supernatural breakthrough. There was no natural law of science uh, that made any of it possible. I'm telling you, your miracle may look impossible, but you serve a supernatural God and you're a supernatural son and daughter of the Most High God uh, and you live in a supernatural world uh, and a supernatural time. And he said, now I want you to speak those things that are not as though they are. Now I want you to believe it in your heart because now is your supernatural time. Look at somebody say, it's my time. Woo. So the supernatural thinks outside of the human mindset. Isaiah 55, 8 and 9. Jesus is speaking. And he says that my thoughts and my ways are much higher than your ways. I was preaching this message in Miami, not this message, but I was referencing Isaiah 55, 8, 9. And while I was preaching, I heard the voice of the Father speak to me. Now, he's always speaking to us. I have some notes up here, very few. But I trust God to begin to speak to me, and so... As long as he is speaking about the thing I'm speaking about, I'm okay. I'm 79 in a couple weeks. So sometime I can, my train of thought can wonder. <laughs> or chase a rabbit or whatever. Shoot that rabbit. <laughs> and if I ain't careful, I'll lose my thought. But I was preaching on Isaiah 55, 8, 9, and I heard the Father speak to me, and he said, Apostle Leon, the way that you are presenting that, you are making my thoughts and my ways seem unattainable. Come on. He said, I am the good Father. Come on now. And it is my desire to give you the desires of your heart, as long as they're righteous and pure, in right standing, it's my desire to give you your desire. But he said, you're making it sound like 
God is mystical, mythical, and he's way up here, and my thoughts and my ways are unattainable. He said, my thoughts and my ways are very attainable. Jesus said, the works that I do, greater. Say greater. Greater works than these will you do. God is not intimidated when we come up and we, to his level. Come on. I'm not saying you're a replacement theology. I'm just saying that God wants to bring you up out of the basement and bring you up to his way of thinking. Come on now. Some of you need to make some adjustments where you're at in this chapter and this season of your life. He said, because I'm bringing you up out of the old place. Uh, I'm bringing you up out of the old idea. I'm bringing you up out of the old uh, the thing that you were familiar with. And I'm going to put you into a new place of faith. And you'll see my grace. Uh, and it'll bring you to a higher place. Uh, and you're going to run your race. And you're going to run so as to win. Look at somebody say, you're a winner. Amen. So the supernatural thinks outside of the human mindset. God says, come up to my way of thinking. My thoughts and my ways are much higher than the thoughts of America. My thoughts and my ways are much higher than you've allowed yourself to dream or even believe or even to think. God said, come on up higher because I have new things and new breakthrough for you in this season and this chapter of your life. I would like to pray for uh, is it Gary, Garrett, GB, <laughs> and Becca? Y'all want to stand with us? Amen. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Just, uh, I just hear a word of the Lord to you. and The Bible says that favor comes from God. And as I pray for you, I'm hearing the word shift. And God said, I'm shifting things where you're at right now, and I'm shifting you into a new place, and you're going to see my grace and my favor in your behalf. I hear the Lord say, you can continue to do what you do the way you do, but God said, I have a higher place for you. And the Lord just showed me how God brought Israel out of Egypt, with the, with the exile out of Egypt, and there was a promised land but there was a place they was going to have to walk through where they was going to have to totally trust God. And I hear the Lord say, you're in a chapter right now, and God said, you're in a place of a kingdom shift, and you're going to have to totally trust me, says the Lord. And God said, I'll fulfill Revelation chapter 3. I will close doors that no man can open. I will open doors that no man can close. And the Lord said, I want you to trust me, Romans 8, 28, that I will work all things together for your good. And the Lord said, I have not brought you this way to destroy you or to set you back. And I just hear the word of the Lord in my spirit. And I can see a line being drawn between humanism and humanistic way of thinking and the way of faith. And God said, Abraham overcame and fulfilled by faith. And God said, I'm putting that Abrahamic faith on the inside of you, says the Lord. And God said, people in the natural will say, you're losing your mind. 
You are crazy. But God says that I brought, I brought Abraham out that I could bring him into the land of promise and the land of fulfillment. And the Lord says, son and daughter, I'm bringing you out from the place you've been to a higher place, to higher ground, says the Lord. And God said, I want the two of you to walk together by faith. And brother, there's a strong apostolic anointing upon your life. And you're going to have kingdom impact in the marketplace, in the government, in the church. And God said, I'm going to use you, son, in ways that you wouldn't even dream possible. You know, sometimes revelation can't come until you get into the right place. And God said, this is a time of repositioning that the revelation can come and you'll walk by faith and not by sight. And the Lord says, daughter, I want you to dream and I want you to dream big, says the Lord. And God said there will be sacrifices in your life, but not, there's not one sacrifice you'll make that will cancel the dream. God said the dream will be fulfilled at the expected time, says the Lord. Stretch your hands over to them. Father, I just charge them. I charge the apostolic, the prophetic anointing upon them. Lord, these are ones are called to be leaders in your kingdom, leaders in your house, leaders in the marketplace, Father. And God, their eyes have not even begun to see or ascertain Oh, Lord, the greatness of your kingdom on earth as it is in heaven. Try so charge their spirit right now. Oh, God, with a fresh anointing. Uh, God, with a kingdom release that gives them great peace. In Jesus' name we pray. And everybody said, amen, amen. There's a brother out in the congregation here. You have on a shirt with your sunglasses in the middle and your wife has on kind of a rose color from here. I believe it's a wife. I hope it's a wife. Okay. <laughs> I guess it could have been your girlfriend. It should be, right? <laughs> Amen. Stretch your hands over to them. Amen. I hear the Lord speaking to the two of you. He said, this is a season of the supernatural, and you're going to know my supernatural power like you have never known before, says the Lord. And God said, son, you're a leader of leaders. And just, uh, I just see like the heavy hand of the enemy that has tried to suppress, tried to depress, and tried to press you down every time uh, that you should have been uh, moving forward. It was like the enemy tried to put a block in the way. But I hear the Lord say, today, you're standing on a new highway. And it's a time of an open season, says the Lord. And God said, stir your faith again. Stir your dream again, says the Lord. And God said, stand your ground. And the Lord said, the two of you will not bend or bow to the lies of the enemy. But God said, you'll rejoice at the voice of the Lord. And God said, son, uh, speak a thing, believe it in your heart. And God says, know that I'm able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above and beyond all that you could even ask or ascertain, says the Lord. And there's a deep healing that God is doing in your heart because God's going to use you to touch the hearts of many, many young people and many millennials. Uh, and the Lord said, uh, even of married couples, says the Lord. And God said, I'm going to use you in a phenomenal way. And since I just hear God say, as you pray, I want you to know there's power in your prayer. I, I hear the a word watchman anointing upon you. And God said, I want you to get upon your wall and don't give heaven any rest until you break through completely, says the Lord. God said, this is a new season of kingdom release. As we was prophesying, prophetically singing about prodigals this morning, God said, I'm touching your family and I'm touching your household and this is your turnaround season. And God said, I want the two of you to stand together. I want you to decree a thing, declare it, believe it. And God said, your eyes will get to see it and you will rejoice in your heart with it, says the Lord. Father, I just charge them as a family and as a household this morning. In Jesus' name, we pray. Can somebody shout unto the Lord? Amen. God, 
God is good, amen, and he is worthy of all of our praise. So supernatural breakthrough that will reposition you. Say reposition. I believe God's repositioning the church, not just reconditioning the church, he's repositioning. It's a time of setup. <laughs> I believe that God is setting you up, amen, for supernatural breakthrough. Turn in your Bibles to the book of Hebrews. That's in the New Testament. My Bible is page 1061. <laughs> I just want to read a few scriptures here for you. And I want to decree this as a, as a prophetic reading over high praise this morning. Verse 25 in chapter 12, Hebrews. See that you do not refuse him, capital H, God. See that you do not refuse God who speaks. For if they, speaking of Israel, did not escape who refused him, who spoke on earth, much more shall we not escape if we turn away from him who speaks from heaven. I love what I heard your apostle pastor say this morning. Prophetic is part of our culture. Prophetic is not just prophesying. Prophetic means that we're anointed to hear the voice of the Father. You're not coming to a mountain that, a fear, a mountain that cannot be touched. No, you're coming to the mountain of the Most High God. You're coming to the mountain of the redeemed of the Lord. Come on now. You're coming to a, a mountain, amen, where the power and the presence of God is at. And God said, you can now touch the mountain. Come on now. Israel could not touch the mountain when Moses went upon the mountain. But God said, you're not at that mountain anymore. It's not a mountain of fear. It's not a mountain of separation. You're coming to Mount Zion. You're coming to high praise. Hallelujah. Amen. That can be touched. Come on now. And God said, this is a time I want you to step out of the old place and into the new. But he said, if those that left Egypt did not escape because they would not hear and they refused to hear the voice of God, how much more shall we not escape if we do not hear and take a moment to hear the voice of the Lord? It's not all about prophesying. It's about hearing the voice of the Lord and then being responders to the voice of the Lord and the commands of God, come on now, and falling in love with this Logos word and allowing this word to become applicable in your life. Verse 26. Whose voice then shook earth, but now, everybody say now. now. I believe we're in a now season but now he has promised, saying, yet once more I shake not only the earth. How many of you know we have been through a shaking in the last five years in America, in the nations of the world, in the church, in the marketplace? Come on now. If it wasn't hurricanes, uh, it was COVID, uh, or it was something else uh, that has tried to sweep the land, we've been through a hard place in the last five years, and we felt a shaking in America. Your families felt a shaking. Your finances felt a shaking. We have 
fellow shaking uh, in the churches throughout America. I have the opportunity of ministering uh, to hundreds of churches, uh, and I know the pain, and I know that uh, the things that a lot of churches are going through. We've been through a hard place. But he said, yet once more, I shake not only the earth, but now also heaven. Say heaven. God, I believe over high praise worship center and over the body of Christ, God said, this is the time I am shaking heaven over you. Come on now. I, I don't know. I, maybe we're going to burst some songs on heaven. Come on now. To bring a reality check about heaven. Heaven's not something to be afraid of. Heaven brings the glory. Come on now. God begins to bring the heavens uh, down upon you. And he said, I'll begin to shake heaven over you. I'm going to shake revelation. Uh, I'm going to shake provision. Uh, I'm going to shake advancement. Uh, I'm going to shake promotion. Uh, I'm going to shake restoration. Uh, I'm going to shake reconciliation. Uh, and my glory will cover the earth as the waters cover the sea. Come on now. It's like God is going to take heaven over high praise uh, and he's just going to begin to ring it out over you. Come on now. Just raise your hands right now because God is going to ring out heaven over your household. Amen. Over your families. Uh, over your children uh, and your children's children uh, a thousand generations uh, he's going to begin to pour out of his glory he's going to pour out of his anointing listen this is a time of restoration uh, I will restore back to you the years uh, that the canker worm the caterpillar the locust the palmer worm the crawling worm have all tried to eat away this is a time that I will restore it says the Lord because somebody say restoration he said, I'll not only shake the heavens, we've been uh, the, the earth, but he said, now I will begin to shake heaven. Because somebody say, I'll take it. And so he says, now this, verse 27, now this yet once more indicates the removal of those things that are being shaken as of things that are being shaken that have been made, that the things which cannot be shaken may remain. Look at somebody say, you're solid. Come on, the enemy might have wanted to try to get you to think otherwise. But I just hear the word solid this morning. You're solid. I'm not saying you're perfect. I'm saying you're solid. Anything solid goes through the purging. It goes through the fire. Come on now. <laughs> you go through the stretching. You go through the hammering. Amen. You go through all the processes. Come on. But you're solid this morning. Amen. Verse 28, therefore, since we are receiving a kingdom which cannot be shaken, let us have grace by which we may serve God acceptedly with a reverence and a godly fear. For our God is a consuming fire. Look at somebody and say, new day. It's a new day over a high praise worship center. Listen, the praises are going to be so high that it's beyond your imagination. God is a God of breakthrough, and he is breaking through. I have an article that was sent to me some years ago. I don't have it here with me this morning because I'm just reminded of this. But uh, it was four scientists that were working on a new outreach program that they developed new cameras and abilities to be able to see farther than they have ever been able to see. 
they was able to see beyond the ozone and, and be able to see into places they had not seen before. In this process, the article said that they begin to hear sounds in the heavens. Say sounds. They begin to hear sounds in the heavens. And the scientists, different ones, had a different descriptive about these, these sounds that they were hearing. One of the scientists said, if those sounds ever make it to earth, it would blow out every electrical thing on the earth. There would be, it couldn't stand or compete with the pitches and the sounds that are in the way beyond the ozones in the heavens. Another scientist said this. He said, it's interesting. It's almost like there's a slit in the heavens and the sounds are pouring through and coming into the, the ozones. And another scientist said, it's almost like it's the sounds of all the waters and the sounds on earth have all been collecting in the heavens and now they're beginning to seep through. Now I've heard the prophets prophesying, including myself over the last 20 years, that there's a new sound of heaven and a new sound of earth. And there's gonna be a collision of the sounds of heaven and earth and they're gonna to come together, come on now, and principalities and powers in that second heaven, uh, amen, are gonna be literally pushed out of their place. Is it possible, just a proposal, is it possible that all of the high praises that all of the intercession, that all of the decrees, that all of the shouts, that all of the sounds of instruments over the process of time has been collecting in the heavens. Is it possible that everything we have released is getting ready to pour back out upon the earth. I'm telling you, our God is an awesome God. He's a mighty God. He's a big God. And he's going to pour out of his glory upon the earth. Come on, give a shout to the king. I want to see your faith stirred this morning and your faith believing and being bold in your faith and beginning to decree a thing and believe it in your heart and you're going to see the glory and the salvation of the Lord. Look at somebody say, it's our time. Amen. Supernatural breakthrough. Amen. That will transform you. My brother here with a red shirt and a young lady holding your arm. Y'all want to stand If we pinpoint you, that just means stand. <laughs> I was going to say, will you stand to your feet? But you know that. <laughs> Amen. I just hear a word of the Lord to you. The Bible says that favor comes from God. And you're entering into a new chapter, a new season of favor. And God said, I want the two of you to bind together. And it's like God's bringing your head and your hearts together. And even though things busy you and try to run you in different directions, God says, I'm bringing your heart, your spirit together, says the Lord. And I want you to begin to decree the desire of your heart. There's a call of God upon your life. 
there's an entrepreneur anointing and God's going to bless you in business and he, he's going to bless you financially. As a matter of fact, while I'm prophesying this morning and you're receiving this morning, God is activating angels on assignment. Amen. I, you know, some words are, are, are long term. They're going to happen in 20 years, 30 years. But some words happen immediately. I'm, I'm just hearing a, an immediate release in your behalf. And God said, I'm going to give you a kingdom shift in your business, a kingdom shift in your finances, says the Lord. And God said, a kingdom shift in your favor with people in high places. And God said, new graces of God are resting upon the two of you. And I hear God telling the two of you, I am a God of miracles. And the two of you are anointed for signs, wonders, and miracles. And as you lay hands upon the sick, upon the shut-ins, upon those that can't get in, God said, go lay your hands upon them, just like the brother at the pool of Shalom. Amen. The Bible says that, that uh, you know, he got pushed back because of the crowds. And every time he could have gotten the water, everybody went in front. And then it was too late. Come on now. But then come along Jesus. That's what I hear God telling you. I'm moving on your behalf now. I'm standing in your stead, says the Lord. And God said, you'll see the favor and the grace of God. I hear the word teacher upon you, my brother. And God said, I want you to begin to stir your spirit. Listen, the devil has worked overtime to try to destroy your confidence. But God said, I'm healing your confidence and I'm putting a boldness in you, says the Lord. And there was something that happened in your, in your younger years. I want to say in your youthful years uh, that really caused you to withdraw. And it almost created a learning curve or a learning problem for you. And the Lord said, you've worked extra hard, son. And the Lord said, You've done, you've done phenomenal, says the Lord. And God said, I've been behind you with my hand in your back all the way. And God said, even when you wanted to quit and give up, I wouldn't let you give up, says the Lord. And God said, you'll be a prophetic voice for me, and you'll speak my word, and you'll impact the lives of who the lives of me. Now listen, over High Praise Worship Center, and God said, this is the, uh, you're coming into a season where I'm going to shift the international aspect of your ministry. It's not something you desired. It's not something you've really been looking to because we could just grow where we're at. But God said, as you touch the nations, uh, I'm going to touch America, says the Lord. And God said, your outreach uh, will bring my glory to America. And I hear the Lord say, you're going to travel to the nations of the world, says the Lord. And God said, I want you to get a dream. And the Lord said, I want you to reposition yourself just like Elijah did. Why? Because the rain is getting ready to rain upon you, upon your household, upon your children, says the Lord. And God said, don't be moved by all of the negative. Somebody else needs to hear this word this morning. Don't be moved by all the negative things that are happening in your life right now because God's promised you that I will take the negative and I'll give you a divine reversal and I will work it all together for your good, says the Lord. So God says, stand, brother, man and woman of God. Stand and fight the good fight of faith. I'm putting you in a race that you have never been in before, says the Lord. I just hear a voice of heaven calling you and God said, I'm calling you out and I'm calling you to a new day and you're going to do things in a different way, says the Lord your God. Is he a young man sitting uh, on the back wall? He's got a little bit more hair than I do, kind of going out like that, kind of. He's the second man in from the door on the wall right there, sitting by a brother with a blue shirt. Oh, we got him. Glory to God. Amen. <laughs> that, that, that's him. I praise the Lord. I, I looked that far. I hope it's a him. It's a him, right? Okay, thank you. <laughs> I did that one time and it wasn't a him, it was a she. But this is a him for sure. <laughs> Amen. While I was praying for this brother here, I could just see like a cloud of glory 
coming over you, and you're coming into a season of divine visitation, and you're going to have an encounter with God, my brother, that is going to transform your life. And the Lord said, this is not a season that you want to compromise. And Joshua chapter 3, Joshua began to commission the armies of Israel. He said, don't look to the right and don't look to the left. Keep your eye on the Ark of the Covenant or keep your eye on the anointing or on your leadership or, or on the vision where I've set you, says the Lord. And God said, without a vision, people perish. Another translation says they become ineffective. Another one says they fall by the wayside. But God said, you're not wayside person. And God said, my glory is upon you and my favor is upon you, says the Lord. And I'm going to restore back to you, even in this stage and age of your life, I'm going to restore back to you all that the enemies tried to rob, steal, and kill, says the Lord. Now listen, you suffered some of your own pain. People have no idea. Just because you're young does not mean that you don't suffer pain, suffer shame and suffer rejection and all of these things. And the Lord said, you suffered much, son. But God said, this is a time of deliverance and the call of God is upon your life. You can try to be a doctor, a lawyer, a construction worker, and you may have your hand in many of those things in your lifetime, but the Lord said, ultimately, I have a call upon your life and you're gonna be a teacher of my word and you're gonna prophesy, says the Lord, and there's an anointing of worship in your heart. And God said, I'm calling you out, even in this stage. And God said, get it together, son. And the Lord said, don't look to the right or the left and don't be drawn by the crowds around you. Keep your eyes on me, and you're going to hear the voice of the Father, says the Lord. Father, I charge this young man. Will you just raise your hands real high with me, son? As high as you can raise them. Stand on your toes while you're in. Get them as high as they can stand. Amen. When you raise your hands like that, that means I surrender. I, I, I give it to God. And the Lord said, as you give it to me, I'll open heaven over you, says the Lord. Father, bless this young man by the power of your word. In Jesus' name, I pray. God is good, isn't he? There's a gentleman, I looked at you during the worship. Uh, you are got more suntan than I do. You're wearing a gray shirt, gray hair, uh, glasses. Your wife has beautiful gray hair sitting behind you wearing black. You're looking at each other. Yeah. Yeah, y'all want to stand. No, right behind you, brother. Uh, I got two people with gray eyes. My eyes were fixed, but you didn't have the glasses. You, you didn't have the glasses. All right. Amen. Amen. Stretch your hands over this couple. I, I could I just see like a, a, just like a ring of fire around you. And God said, I have you covered and I have you protected. And the Lord said, this is not a season for you to fear. I've given the two of you the gift of faith. The two of you together, God said, are dynamite, says the Lord. And God said, you're going to cause an explosion of my spirit and my anointing in this chapter of your life. I hear the word, God's taken every disappointment in your life and he is shifting it to a divine appointment, says the Lord. And God said, don't give up on your dream. Don't think we've come too far this way and we have to forget that and now this is what we settle for. God said, you settle for my kingdom on earth as it is in heaven, says the Lord. And God said, I'm going to give you the best and you're going to experience the best says the Lord but God said I'm going to use you as a mom and pop in my kingdom listen young people are coming 
over High Praise Worship Center. Get ready. Hundreds of young people are going to begin to flood this house. Come on now. A younger generation that is looking for an encounter with God, and they're going to find it right here at High Praise. And the Lord says, son and daughter, I'm going to use you. God said, in counsel, I'm going to use you in prayer ministry. I'm going to use you in deliverance ministry, says the Lord. And God said, you've been beat up on, and you've been put down and shut down. But God said, today, I'm calling you out, says the Lord. And God said, Everything you've been through has been a process that has prepared you for such a time as this, says the Lord. So God said, lift your sights higher. I, I hear a deeper level of communication between the two of you, says the Lord. And God said, you'll see the glory and the salvation of the Lord upon your life. Father, charge this man or woman by the power of your grace. Listen, I'm prophesying words over people that could just, you might could say, they could shotgun right over this congregation if you'll just reach out and you'll just take hold of the word. Come on now. Who shot that? I just heard a heart cry for young people at the Oh boy, before I close my message, or right right here somewhere, every young person in this building, I'm going to want you to run up here to this altar, not right this second, but when I say, if man, if you're a young person, now you could be 50 and feel young, you know that. <laughs> I always answer to that call. It's prophetic, amen. <laughs> Be prophetic in your thinking, amen, <laughs> hallelujah, amen. Uh, but, but this is a time of a kingdom release of young people, amen, and the millennials that God is going to begin to impact. I'm going to ask uh, pastors Joshua and Miranda if they would stand and Everybody stretch your hands over to them and just, you know, I've really been seeking my heart about praying over them. And, uh, you know, we shouldn't feel nervous about ministering to the leaders of the house because when you minister to the leaders, you touch everybody in the building. Whatever God speaks to them flows right down, right down to the house, amen. But uh, I was just praying over you this morning. I hear the Lord say uh, that you're doing well and the Lord says, steady as you go. And the Lord says, don't look to the right or to the left, keep your eyes on me. And there, there's a big dream, there's a big vision on the inside of you. And if you used to let all your vision out, it would be like those scientists saying it's like a slit in the heavens and that everything is pouring through into the ozones. And God said, there, there's a big dream and a big purpose that I put in your heart, says the Lord. And God said, I've taken you through schools of preparation. And you said, God, did I fail at this? Did I miss that? And God says, no, I ordered that. And God said, it took that to get this, says the Lord. And God said, had you not gone through that, you wouldn't be here for this. And God said, I have you here for the right time and the right place, says the Lord. And I just hear the word Shekinah glory, that you're going to begin to usher in the Shekinah glory of God. And God said, in the worship, there's going to be miracles, signs and wonder. I see people lined up uh, to give a testimony just from the worship service, amen, of the miracles, the signs and wonder. Listen, it's going to go on the airwaves, and thousands of people are going to be here, healed just because they heard the testimony of somebody being healed. And so the Lord said, this is not a time to be nervous. I want you to be at peace. I want you to be at ease, says the Lord. But God said, a bigger dream, a bigger vision, a bigger expansion, it's all going to come into place, says the Lord. And I hear God say, I'm going to give you a long-term dream, a long-term vision. I just heard the Lord say that I want the church, I want the 
membership of this house, God said, to have a long-term vision, a long-term dream, says the Lord. And God said, I don't want anybody just living for the moment. And God said, I want you to live, to be planters and builders and, and reapers for my kingdom on earth as it is in heaven, says the Lord. And God says, I'm touching your family and your household. And Miranda, I hear God say, there's a revival coming into your own family, says the Lord. And God said, it's a new season of a kingdom release. And God said, there's some things you've been praying for, some things you've been believing for, but then you wonder, God, what, where is the boundary? Where, where do I, where do I, I fully believe that or just leave them to, but God said, you've done enough, says the Lord. But God says, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord because it's coming upon your family and your family's family, says the Lord. And, and uh, Joshua, I just hear God say, there's a new flow of the, I'm hearing a hyphenated word of the apostolic prophetic of the evangelist, the pastor, and the teacher. And God said that uh, you're going to begin to uh, give a blanket a release and anointing on all fivefold ministers, says the Lord. It's like the thumb on the hand. It reaches out and it touches all the other fingers on the hand. And I'm going to use you, says the Lord. God said to touch multitudes, to touch leaders, says the Lord. And God said a new book is coming up in your spirit, says the Lord. And God said it's going to lay a foundation that's going to bring people to a new preparation and a new dedication, says the Lord. And so God said this is a time of supernatural favor, says the Lord. I just saw I'm just hearing the word bold, and I want to charge this word bold over the congregation. And God said, I'm releasing a boldness upon you, a boldness in your spirit, says the Lord. And God said, you're going to boldly declare something, and your eyes are going to see it, says the Lord. There are people going to find this house that are going to be led by the Spirit just to get here. They had no idea where they was going, but when they got here, they knew it. It's kind of like, you know, those that were, you know, that were, you know, traveling afar, hey man, on camels to find the birth of the Messiah, amen. But when they followed the star, they got there. Whoo, it's like there's a, a star of heaven over this place. Come on now. And people are going to find you from all over. Uh, and God said, even out outside of this territory, says the Lord. So God said, it's a new time of glory, a new time of favor. I don't know, I forgot how many children you have now. I've lost, we got four now, all right, amen. But I just see you laying your hands upon your children and, and a, a fresh impartation and a fresh anointing upon your children. And then I just see such a passion for children and young people in this house. And God said, I want you to lay your hands upon them personally, and I want you to release my kingdom upon them, says the Lord. And God said, you're raising up a new prophetic apostolic generation, says the Lord. Father, I just charge Joshua and Miranda now by the power of your grace, the power of your word, oh Father, that will cause them to go where they have never gone before. In Jesus' name, I pray. Everybody said, amen, amen. We could do a... <laughs> We can do a part two and a part three on this message, uh, amen. But I would like for every young person that is in here, amen, if you're a teenager, if you're 20 years or younger, amen, if you just run up here to the front real quick. I've got five minutes, <laughs> amen, amen. Come on, quick. Amen. Thank you. Thank you, instruments. I appreciate that. I'm going to ask my grandson to come stand up here with me as I just pray for these. Come on, all these. Yeah.
I'm going to ask the congregation to please stand and stretch your hands up here to these young people. I've asked my grandson to just to come stand up here with me too, who's being groomed in prophetic ministry and works alongside of us. Amen. But I just want to release a fresh charge upon all of you. I would like to say that I know what all that means. I have some ideas on what it means. We had Moses that laid hands on Joshua, who was a follower. Say a follower. He was a follower with Moses. The Bible says that Moses laid hands on Joshua and he charged him. He charged him to do what he was not going to be able to do. That's what I hear about this generation. You're going to be able to do what Apostle Leon, Bishop Hammond, Apostle Robert Stacy, and others are not going to do. Your eyes are going to get to see it if you'll catch the vision. I remember when I was 13 years old, I, I just heard the voice of the Lord in a service when I was 13. That's very, very young. But at 13 years old, it transformed my heart and it shifted me and changed me. I can honestly say from that time forward, I was never the same as a young man. Oh, I was going to go through processes. I was going to go through some ugly messes. I was going to go through a lot of hurting and situations in my life. But you know, one day, 1979, some of you wasn't even here in 1979, 1979, I had an angelic visitation. And God said, now is the time. I was 35 years old, 13 to 35. 35 years old and God said now is the time and God shifted my life I was a businessman in the marketplace and very 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 busy had a call of God upon my life didn't know what to do with it so I just worked and I worked hard but that was a moment of shift for me I'm just sharing that testimony for you because I hear the Lord say this is a time of shift for all of you See, it doesn't matter if you're younger, if you're older, tall, short, doesn't matter. I'm going to ask you just to raise your hands with me. I just want to release a charge to you. 1 Timothy 1.18, the Bible says that Paul charged Timothy with the prophecies and the word of the Lord and the call of God that was upon the line. He charged them, charged him to wage a good warfare. I'm speaking to all ages right now, but I'm telling you, you are part of the army of the Lord. You are enlisted in the army of the Lord, and God's hand is upon your life. You may not feel it all right now. You may not understand it all right now, but I do know that when I went to the altar and I began to cry out to God and said, God, I want to give you everything that I am, everything that I have, everything I'll ever be. I want to give it all to you, God. When I began to cry out to God, God began to transform and He changed my life. I just see that transformation, that change coming upon your life. Just begin to pray in the Holy Spirit. Just begin to pray in a way that you know how to pray. God, I pray for these young people. 
God, I pray that your hand be upon them, your anointing be upon them, your favor be upon them. I decree that they're living in a time of the open door, and you're gonna open doors of opportunity for them, greater education, greater preparation, greater provision, greater relationships. You're gonna bless them, oh God. Oh Father, with the wealth of the land, oh Father, with uniqueness, oh God, creativity, oh God. Young entrepreneurs, oh Father, that are able to transform their spheres of influence. I pray, God, that none of them just live in any boundaries of culture. I pray that they become kingdom culture. Amen, that they are created in your likeness, in your image, oh God, and with you all things are possible. Father, I activate that faith and that grace upon them right now in Jesus' name. Go ahead, just begin to call out to God. Cry out to God right now. Come on, congregation. Begin to pray for this generation. God's gonna bless this generation. The generations that are in classrooms uh, that are not even in here this morning, generation after generation, God's gonna pour out of his favor. Supernatural breakthrough. God is gonna break you out of your limitation and break you out of that place of impossibility. And he's bringing you forth for such a time as this. And I hear a word of the Lord over these young people. And the Lord said, this is a new time of favor. And it's a new time of grace. And God said, I have a higher place that I'm calling you to and a race that I want you to enter into. I hear the Lord say that as you put your hand in mine, God said, I'm gonna work out the details, the things that disappointed you, the things that hurt you, the things that tried to reject you. I'm gonna give you a divine reversal, says the Lord, and I will reverse every plan of the enemy, and I'll work it all together for your good. God wants you to take Mark 11:24, mark it in your Bibles. Whatsoever things that you desire when you pray, believe you receive it and you shall have it, says the Lord. So God said, I'm releasing a prophetic anointing. I'm releasing new inspiration. I'm releasing a new heart of worship. I'm releasing a new zeal, a fresh fire upon you, says the Lord. New encounters with God. The Lord said, when you thought you were nothing, you're gonna realize that you are something and you are somebody, says the Lord. Just raise your hands now. Just begin to give praise to God. This word is recorded. Go back and listen to it. Come into agreement with it. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord upon you. And I heard, it's gonna be great. He says, it's truly a season where I've put y'all on your races. And he says, an easy race has a cheap prize. He says, I've called you to run the race with me. He says, I never said it was gonna be easy. He says, you're gonna run that race and you're gonna run it to win and you're gonna win that good, good prize that one that I have for you in the heavenlies. 
He says, I don't plan on leaving any single one of you behind me. He says, truly, I want to run with every single one of you. He says, I'm not going to leave you behind me in the dust. He says, I'm not going to leave you waiting on the racetrack. He says, you're going to reach the end. And he says, truly, it's going to be a time when I say, well done, my good and faithful servant. And Father, we just seal these words with them now. Come on, give a shout to the Lord, can we? Amen. Where's the apostle? Come on, let's give the Lord a praise this morning. Come on. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. How many of you received from the Word today? Do you receive it? And uh, isn't it wonderful to see these young people up here? I I'm telling you, just absolutely awesome. Absolutely awesome. And listen, God has given us a commission to raise up this next generation, and we're going to be faithful to do it in the name of Jesus. Amen. Doesn't mean we're going to ignore the generation that has gone before. As a matter of fact, our roles are still important. As a matter of fact, what we're doing now is even more important than what we were doing yesterday. Amen. And so uh, we're going to be faithful to the call. Praise the Lord. Amen. Give all these young folks just a big praise, God. You may be seated. You may, may be seated. If you'll be seated for just a moment, I want to give you an opportunity this morning to sow into Apostle Leon's ministry. And uh, we're going to receive a special offering just for Apostle Leon. If you're giving via uh, your cell phone, if you're giving uh, via text, whenever you text, just put in that uh, guest and then the amount. G-U-E-S-T uh, and then the amount. 100% of everything you give will go directly to him. I want to make sure everybody understands. 100%. Look at somebody say 100%. 100% of everything you give in this offering will go directly to the man of God. As a matter of fact, we've already set aside uh, money that we are going to give to him anyway. If absolutely nothing came in, he's going he's to leave blessed regardless. But I believe in the kingdom principle of the double honor. And Paul said this, count those who labor in the word and doctrine worthy of double honor. We don't flip the man of God a tip and say, thank you for coming. We're going to make sure that we bless the men and women of God, that God sends to us, that grace this platform to minister the word of the Lord, to bring forth God's word, to prophesy, to edify, to exhort, and comfort through the prophetic word. We're going to make sure that they leave in a blessed manner. We want to bless this man of God. Uh, this morning. If you're making out a check, make it out to high praise. Again, 100% of everything you give will go directly to Apostle Leon this morning. Amen. Come on, take your offering, hold it up before the Lord, and we're going to pray. We're going to make these declarations over our giving. And uh, tell you what, whenever you begin to sow, Apostle Leon's good, it's good seed. He's a good seed to sow into. And I believe when you sow into good ground, you'll see a good harvest that God will bring forth within your life. Let's pray right now. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for this opportunity to sow into your kingdom. We thank you for Apostle Leon. We declare, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. We thank you for the word that has been released. We receive it with meekness today. We thank you, Lord that it will build us up and cause a great inheritance to come forth within our lives. We thank you, Lord, for harvest within our lives. We thank you, Lord, 
We've been called to the kingdom for such a time as this to be reflectors and releasers of your glory, your power, and your anointing in Jesus' mighty name. And all of God's people said, amen. Come bring your offering as we sing this. Hallelujah. Come bring your offering this morning. Thanks again for downloading this podcast. We trust that this message has blessed, encouraged, and edified you. Make sure you subscribe so you never miss a message here from High Praise. Also, you can follow us on social media, on Facebook, and on Instagram. And don't forget to go subscribe to our YouTube channel. We'll be back soon with another incredible message. God bless you and have a great week.